Welcome to the Refuge City Church Midweek Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Thrower, the lead pastor of Refuge City Church. So let's get into Sunday Sermon. This was Sunday Sermon. Well, welcome back to the mid-late week podcast, because it's not Wednesday and that's technically midweek, but... Anyway, uh, so this past Sunday, we uh, continued with our Kingdom of Heaven series, or in Cedar City as it is in heaven, what's it look like to bring heaven uh, on earth, uh, specifically in Cedar City. So we kind of looked at uh, the life of a believer. What does it mean to be that citizen of the Kingdom of Heaven on earth? And so what better place to look at than the Beatitudes? Um, And just to kind of give you a little recap, uh, the Beatitudes begins uh, with this type of blessing that Jesus gives, and then it kind of reveals like what that looks like and what that means uh, to live in that kingdom of God. Uh, And then he kind of gives us a reward of that obedience walking in uh, the kingdom mentality. So Jesus describes really this blessed life, but, but it's detached from possessions and wealth and health. Um, it's kind of a blessed life that God gives us now, um, and nothing can take away because, you know, a a cultural blessed life would give me a Porsche, but I know I can't afford it. And so what happens? The bank's going to come and take it away. So, um, quite different than what God offers, right? And this is not really a message they thought they were going to get, uh, talking about the people who are listening in on this conversation that Jesus was having with his disciples because there was a crowd around them. Uh, this this crowd, I'm sure, many of their assumptions of what it means to have that hashtag blessed life and what King Jesus was supposed to do were very different than what Jesus is actually teaching. Um, Jesus is teaching a countercultural message on what it means to live a real blessed life. And it's going to be quite different from what they thought. And honestly, it's quite different from what we think. We think that the blessed life that Jesus came to bring us is achieving our goals, um, wealth, success, health, and all of those things, a six-pack abs, always being fun to be around, the person that's life of the party, that's the hashtag blessed life, being strong, beautiful, rich, or clever. Um, I could check all those things off my list. Uh, but anyway, getting our rights established, you know, taking revenge, you know, taking matters in our own hands, because who do you think you are messing with me? Um, you know, the The blessed life is always wanting to win an argument. This is more like what the prosperity gospel teaches, that the blessed life is possessions and it's, and it's you and it's your best life. Now it's, it's that God desires, um, you to be wealthy and healthy and successful. And here, here's the caveat. If you're not walking in this health and wealth of, of God's reigning blessings, it's just because you don't have faith. So insert the heresy of the word of faith movement. Uh, That false teaching and idea makes the Bible all about you. However, and I'm here to rain on your parade, um, the Bible isn't about you. We just so happen to be a beneficiary of it. Uh, This is where we get the sola scripture, scripture alone. This is a theological term and doctrine uh, from the Reformation, which hold that Christian scripture is all about God, and it is the infallible word of God. But if we're not the point and we get to benefit from it, um, what is that benefit? Well, Jesus. 
That's the blessed life. So Jesus's conditions in this Beatitudes uh, for the true kingdom life are really the opposite of prosperity mess. Jesus' kingdom living is the opposite of our personal kingdom of happiness. Um, This message of the Beatitudes is a sermon about Jesus' kingdom versus our own kingdom. And I'm not going to restate the sermon. In fact, you can go check it out in the show notes. Um, in 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 summary, I'll get that word out. The blessed life is more about giving your all to Jesus. And the blessing is, in the end, you, you get Jesus. And the blessing is that right now, you have Jesus. And you get access to God. He said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. This, the religious people, they are ticked. Access to God was only through the priest. No, you don't have access to God through a priest or a prophet or a temple. Hello. Um, it's through Jesus. You get eternity with God. Only through Jesus. Not in your works or anything. And you get this joy in suffering because he says, blessed are those who are persecuted, right? Um, Because you have to know that where there is great suffering on earth, there will be a great blessing from heaven, that Jesus will be with you, that we can have joy in suffering knowing that the trials we are enduring are making us stronger. We can have joy in suffering because we have the presence of God. Those who are suffering or persecuted, here's the offer. Here's the kingdom of God. Here's the presence of the living God. The blessed life is you have Jesus. Living a kingdom life is we have Jesus and we're taking Jesus out in the world around us. And now the topic of the week. Um, Last week I mentioned this topic briefly because I was talking about Halloween and um, put down the stones. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the Reformation because if you're one of those who just does not want to celebrate Halloween, then you can celebrate the Reformation. And I want to tell you why you can celebrate the Reformation. Uh, The Protestant Reformation was the 16th century uh, religious, political, intellectual, and cultural upheaval that, in, in my opinion, devastated the Roman Catholic Church. It set in place structures and beliefs that would define really the whole continent of Europe in that age. And really you and I, where we're sitting at today. Uh, historians usually date the start of the Protestant Reformation to 1517, although it, it actually traces its roots uh, far before that. Um, but it kind of began in 1517. Publication of Martin Luther's 95 Thesis, which he nailed on the doors on October 31st, man. Um, so you can say, I'm not celebrating Halloween, I'm celebrating the Reformation, and you can go around people's doors nailing tracks on their doors. Uh, so he wasn't intentionally, Martin Luther that is, trying to start a Reformation. In fact, he had just genuine concerns about the Catholic Church, especially um, on many things, but especially on their view of indulgences. Now, uh, indulgences in the Catholic Church was a way to, get this, reduce the amount of punishment uh, one has to undergo for sins. Uh, so if you wanted less punishment for your sin, pay it, buttercup. Uh, give the Pope or whoever a relic or something fancy, and you, that's less time you have to endure in purgatory. Um, the issue was, this isn't in the Bible. And Luther thought, well, that's why we have repentance. We repent, God forgives, we are saved, no more punishment. Um, the underlying issue, though, how, was how the Roman Catholic Church viewed the Pope. Um, and many of the Reformers, they have their beef with the Pope. 
Ultimately, the Pope was the final authority according to the Roman Catholic Church, not the Bible. In fact, they, the Roman Catholic Church, didn't want anyone to read scripture. In fact, many priests never even opened up a Bible. Could you imagine? Like, I'm, I'm a pastor and I preach sermons and I've never even opened up a Bible. I'd be fired, bro. Uh, such reading of scripture, actually, they, they were forbidden by the church. Is this sounding like a cult? Um, yeah, well, it does because it was. In some ways, Luther's day was very much like our own today. Uh, just like today, everyone had an opinion about the Bible, even though uh, almost no one really reads it, uh, like so many of us. They were trusting the thought leaders of their day to tell them what was in the Bible and whether or not to believe it. Uh, Luther was one of the very few people actually reading the Bible, and what he found was earth-shattering. As Luther began to study the Word of God, the significance of Jesus became clearer and clearer to him. He discovered this profound uh, answer to his deepest question. How could evil be overcome specifically for Luther? Like, how could my own evil be dealt with? Luther discovered that he couldn't do anything to fix this problem himself. Uh, he couldn't give the Pope more relics. He couldn't, you know, do more penance or whatever. He had to rely on the finished work of Christ alone. Uh, Luther had discovered a central truth and it changed his life. And honestly, I give him some cred, man. It changed the world. The Protestant Reformation was about two things. It was about who can say what's true, and it was about how to reconcile who we are with who God is. It recognized that God's word is the ultimate authority in this world, sola scripture, hello, and that the perfect life and sacrificial death of Jesus Christ are the only answer for evil and the only basis on which sinners can stand before a holy God. That through Christ alone, we have found the hashtag blessed life. If you're still listening to this podcast, congratulations, you have made it to the official end. You are officially hashtag blessed only because you have Jesus. Hey, if you'd like to learn more about our church, um, check us out at refugecitychurch.com. Also, you can find us on the gram at Refuge Cedar City and on Facebook, Refuge City Church. Uh, also, look for me. I'm out there in the uh, interwebs and the social medias out there at mthrower82, or just look for Matthew Thrower. I'd love to connect with you. Uh, feel free to leave a review, uh, rate this podcast, because the checks will be raining in, and we'll be living our hashtag blessed life of prosperity. JK. All right, until next time, I'll be back next week for the Midweek Podcast.